Excited for the episode today. I'm coming in hot. Uh, this guy gave me some juice. His his why is 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 aligned. Um, but he helps people learn how to sell something. That's a that's a dirty word. But is he teaching people how to sell something, or is he teaching you how to build relationships in which you provide value that people then seek out because they need it? And they feel good about it because it solved their problems. Well, suddenly that doesn't that doesn't feel as dirty as that word selling. Uh, Matt Shiver, he went to a Duke for PT school, but now he's living all over. He uh, he helps people in the clinical space create online side hustles, which sometimes can turn into a main hustle, a hustle hustle. Um, He's been doing it online in the coaching space, but he helps people in and out of that space, like PTs, figure out to take their why or what they're good at and just do it a different way, like online. Sort of like what I do, what you're doing right now. You're consuming something that I've created. I provided value. I'm going to entertain you or inform you or a little bit of both, maybe, hopefully, for a, a half hour or an hour in this episode. And you give me that time. You pay attention. You spend time. And there's a couple topics in there that like pay attention and spend time that we dig into. Uh, he's just got a cool vibe. I have fun talking to him. I don't know if you can tell, but when I have a, a guest that I'm excited about, uh, my voice gets super high. I get I get real excited just like this. So uh, so so listen up. Uh, would love to uh, thank some of our sponsors for helping keep the show on the air. Otherwise, how do I get to pay for this big fancy microphone here? Uh, the question is, would adding an additional... 290 bucks per patient per quarter help your business remote therapeutic monitoring can do that but you might think it's compl complicated time consuming you don't know where to start but what if i told you it wasn't complicated it didn't have to be find out how to get started with rtm remote therapeutic monitoring just go to physiotech.ca that's physiotec.ca and always, our friends from MW Therapy delivering a modern all-in-one outpatient EMR with the built-in patient portal, marketing automations, and billing features you want at a great value. Find them at mwtherapy.com where switching your EMR is easy. And for those adventurous PTs out there, a lot of new grads doing this too, travel therapy. Jackson Therapy provides awesome adventures in patient care for physical therapists who care about where they're going. Find them online at jacksontherapy.com. Uh, Matt Shiver, super excited. Take a listen to him on this episode of PT Pinecast. Uh, Matt, how are we doing? Good, man. I'm doing awesome. How are Matt, you doing today? I'm I'm okay. Before we hit record, we were like we were you know pontificating and discussing. First off, it's less than 24 hours after uh, I got back from the West Coast and CSM. Which is always, I describe CSM to people who haven't been. Have you been to CSM? I have not been to CSM. It is a circus inside of several, it's several circuses inside of a circus. I, I've seen pictures and it, it reminds me like the pictures I've seen of like of the Arnold, which is this weekend too. Um, but for just a bunch of PTs and like gadgets and stuff being sold and booths for, for PTs. A lot of, what is the Arnold? The Arnold Classic. It's like a, it's a, it's one of the biggest strength and conditioning oh. events in uh the united states but it's arnold schwarzenegger's event but Why? yeah like shouldn't they be the, they should be at the same city on the same weekend or something i don't know it's in columbus ohio and oh, yeah. you know it's rooms of you know, protein powders and like just yeah, yeah, protein yeah. farts like if you just walk by the booth you're like i gotta get out of here man <laughs> like it's it's a uh, a bunch of bodybuilders meatheads and very farts. rarely can a conference market <laughs> itself on scent I mean, yeah. I'm sure like the perfume convention is like, hmm, sniff your way through our, our exhibit hall. But I guess the Arnold, I didn't think about a bunch <laughs> of dudes on pro protein powder going, well, I got the protein farts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, uh, we're recording farts. at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Are you, are you having a beer? It is pint cast. I didn't, I, it's it not is. I, I've got a wine. I have wine. So I, I, we don't discriminate. What are you, what are you drinking? I always, people Just, say, again, I started this podcast as a student seven years ago and it's still going. And like the drink sort of, Stickish, but it's also an excuse. Like it's, it's like, well, I've got to, I've got to have one because I've got an episode. I can't let the audience down. But I hear from people. I do a survey, 
And people are like, I love the info. I love the guests. I love this. And like a decent portion, because I let them choose more than one. And like, I like to hear what people are drinking and, and I try stuff. So what, what wine are you got? You got white wine. What do you got? It's a Chardonnay. Um, the actual bottle, I actually, I, I, sh- I looked at it. I was like, I'm going to remember. And I don't, um, I got I it for, yeah, my, my girlfriend and I, I like cabs and, 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 um, she likes shards. We both like shards. So for Christmas, my, my, my dad and, and, um, his wife got, got us like a box of wine. Yeah. So we've got like four bottles of shard and I just opened one. She's like, did you open a shard without me? <laughs> like, I like how you say yeah. like I you you're like I like you know I like reds but but I like whites because she likes whites and I'm like smart man smart man yeah yeah wait uh, shard's great but I was I was yeah I was debating between a cab or a shard yeah it, I'm in Austin Texas it's 2 p.m. here I'm like yeah I don't think a reds could be too heavy for me right now no I got a Stella so cheers to you I'm drinking it out of cheers. a Baby Yoda uh, pint uh, pint glass so cheers to you Matt for being on my show cheers brother thank you. Um, all right. Uh, the first round brought to you by Owens Recovery Science, a single source for PTs looking for certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. Find them online at owensrecoveryscience.com to get certified and to the, get the equipment you need to apply it properly in clinical practice. They've been a sponsor for like four years that you'll notice, Matt, attest this to the audience. I'm not reading that anymore. I, I mean, it's just they're still doing the thing that they do this many years in at the point where I've said it so many damn times. It's wrote by now. I also want to thank uh, the the team from Owens Recovery Science. We did a charity party at CSM when a bunch of people told us we couldn't. You'll never be able to do that. The well-established groups at CSM already have their parties, and you can't – don't step on toes. You're going to make people mad. And I was like, hold my beer. And Owens Recovery Science were nice enough to be one of the major sponsors and came on board. And we raised 30 grand. Wow. For a party that we're not supposed to throw. So thanks to Owens and those guys. Uh, Matt, when you tell people what you do, I'm I'm going to say what you do, and then you tell me why you do it. Because I think why is more insightful than what. We get we get to learn more. Yeah. So here's good. your here's your what. Uh, you get to help clinicians create online side hustles that they then turn into full time gigs if they want to. And you've been doing this uh, sort of as proof because you've been doing it and traveling, doing your thing. For, for more than a year now. So not only is it possible, you're like, I, I'm I'm doing it. So you're proof of concept. So that's what you do. Why do you do it? Yeah, good question, man. Um, also, I think it was when I was in PT school, I, I started doing this. I was coaching some people online. I was a weightlifting coach in the strength and conditioning world. So I was doing helping people get strong and, and do competitions and comp- shows. Right. And I loved it, man. I had so much fun working with people, helping them uh, achieve like these bigger goals. And I was in PT school, and honestly, I was just like, man, I know I'm I'm in this profession. I'm I'm in this. I'm getting this degree. And it's like, do I really, do I really feel aligned and like want to want to do this? And at the same time, I was still networking. I was meeting with strength and conditioning coaches. I was just trying to figure out like what I wanted to do. And I loved PT, and I and I I loved part of it, but I also it wasn't something that I wanted to do forever. So like pretty, pretty early on, like while I was in PT school, I was already coaching people online. I had about 20 or 30 clients and what's that? Co- coaching, coaching in fitness or coaching in other things? Fitness. I was coaching uh, in fitness at the uh, time. Okay, yeah. So I was, I was coaching weightlifting athletes, helping them get strong, coaching at CrossFit gyms, just like, like learning yeah. about what I wanted to do. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I pretty, pretty soon and realized that, man, I really like this online thing. This is so fun. So I went really all in on that. And when I, when I graduated, I remember telling a lot of my classmates, Hey guys, I'm going to go create this like online coaching program. And then I'm going to work like three days a week at, at, as like a, in a cash-based model too. Cause I wanted to do the PT stuff, but I was really excited by coaching online and seeing what could happen there. So, um, wait, 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 yeah. What was their reaction? Oh my gosh. They didn't get it. They, they were like, Oh, so they're like, why would you spend all that time like getting all that education and knowledge and not use it? And I'm like, I'm, guys, I'm going to use it. Like, you're my, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. You saw you're, that. Yeah. Cause the, uh, what I, what I, it took me a little bit of time, but I realized that the problem solving that I learned as a clinician in PT school and even as I was practicing a little bit after school translates into so many different skills yeah. and, and avenues. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, like, finding the low hanging fruit, addressing low hanging fruit, and then seeing how that affects the rest of the system it, that applied to, to business and it also applied to, to coaching. So, um, yeah, pretty much like 
right out of school, I, I jumped in on that and was doing the PT stuff part-time and, and, uh, but, but, but how'd you get over that? And the reason I know to ask this question yeah. is because when I was like, Hey, everybody, I was, I'm a second year student PT school. I'm like, I'm, I wasn't even saying I'm going to make this my job. Cause the podcast was not supposed to be a job. It is a job, but it's not a job. I just said, I'm going to do this thing like two hours a week. And I had people tell me not to, you shouldn't, if it was a good idea, somebody would have done it. Um, why, why are you wasting your time? And then even later on in my career, when I said, I want to do non-clinical stuff, I want to do this hybrid communications PT thing. A lot of people, same thing. Why would yeah. you go to school? Blah, 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 blah. So how'd you get past that? Like, because that's a deep seated emotion. People are telling you, you're missing the mark, right? And that's hard to overcome. Yeah, great question. For me, what did it was actually like talking to talking to more clinicians and talking to people who are already doing it. And yeah. like I, I saw the light, you know what I mean? I saw the light, I saw what people were doing, and I was like, oh, if they're doing it, like so can I. Like, right. you know what I mean? But yeah, I had to overcome that and I had to surround myself with more people who were doing it. So when I was in PT school, if I wasn't in class, I would go and network with, I would drive, I, mean, I, I, I flew to, do you know Kelly Surratt? You know, probably yeah, yeah. Kelly Surratt. Yeah. So like I, I flew to his gym while I was in PT school and spent, spent a week there because I was like, I just want to learn from this guy. So Some I spent, more. I just got an Airbnb and just hung out at the gym from the time they opened to the time they closed for like a full week. And even when I was in my rotations, I do the same thing. It was just like, I, I tried to find people who are in this kind of performance PT, but also had a component of the online right. and just spend time and learn from them. What was your pitch to to Kelly? Kelly's been on the show a bunch of times. We got to have him back. But what was your what was your like pitch? Because people were like, how did he do that? And like, what'd you do? How like how'd you do it? Yeah. So what I did. So when I was at Duke, I had a I was a like I was help, helping a, a small group, a small interest group, and it was uh, I think it was called Rehab to Performance. I think that was what it was called. Um, but we had Kelly came on, like we, we linked up with Kelly and he, and he came on and did something for our, our class. Like he answered us some questions. And at the end, he's like, if anybody wants to like come learn from us, let us know. Yeah. And I'm like, Smart. boom. All right. I will shoot you an email. So I, I shot, I shot him an email. What'd um, you put in it? I think I was pretty much just straight direct to the point. Like, Hey man, thank you so much. Like, you know, I've, yeah. I, yeah, I've got both his books over on my desk. Over so here. many people overthink several of the, I, I, I don't want to minimize this. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't want to minimize what you did because you're making it like, you know, I just like I mean, you know. wrote a guy an email and then like jumped on a plane and flew while I was a student. Like, like understand like each one of those steps, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. I bet you the audience is listening, <laughs> going each one of those is a big lift. Um, why did you do each one of those things? Those were not e those were not simple things. I know why you did it. I want to see if you, I think I know why you did it. I want to know if you know why you did it. It's I'm, a very I'm curious. I'm super curious to hear. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm very driven by curiosity. I'd say that's like a big driver for me. So like wanting yeah. to know, yeah. cause I didn't do it just with Kelly. Like I asked, I asked a few, like I hung out with um, the functional movement systems people. Like they were, they were about two hours away from. Right. Great um, cook. Yeah. Great. I, he wasn't there at the clinic. It was, it was, but he's got a, yeah, there, their whole but, team. Um, but yeah, like I would, I just asked, dude, I, I can't tell you how, this is also a part of like, I've done for a while, dude, I, I like, was that it? I just asked. Well, it's like, it's like, I just asked, no, why'd you do it? It's cause you, and I'm going to say, a, I, I don't, we don't curse often on this show. We do have the explicit tag on iTunes <laughs> just in case we do, but you, you gave a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And you yeah. wanted to know what it would be like if you gave a shit and you kept going. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you know, parallels between my career in, in radio and PT is like, I told everybody in high school I was going to be a radio DJ. And they were like, dude, you know, the odds of that is like super whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay, but I'm just going to keep going and then I'll get there. Like, it'll suck for a while or whatever. And then like I applied to be an intern for Howard Stern and they're like, you're never going to get that. Yeah. So just don't do that. And then I did. And then I just kept but also I took gigs at like small little radio stations in the middle of nowhere. Cause I was like, I want to be here and here wasn't a place here was a why. Yeah. And man, something else came up as you're saying that. And one thing I did when I was in college that kind of helped me, this was like, and this is ultimately you could say sales is just like, you can only, you're never going to get a yes unless you ask. Correct. So like I asked so much. And when I was in college, I, I helped like a, I, I had, a, I started a weightlifting club and 
I would just go around asking for donations for like competitions and stuff. And I would just go and just like, I can't tell you how many times I went to restaurants and just asked, Hey, can I do this? And like <laughs> majority of times they say yes, but if I didn't yeah. ask, I would never have that opportunity. So I just got used to saying, asking things and, and I didn't really care what the answer was. But if I, if I didn't ask, then there's no, no, there's it's not even a no, no. it's you know? never, it's a, it's you a never. never existed. It's if you don't ask, it's a, you never existed. There's a Ted talk about this, how the guy explains, uh, it's like what I learned from like a hundred days of rejection. It's a great Ted talk. Mm. Like I'll we'll put the link in the show notes. But when he was like, if, if it's it sort of like asks the riddle, if you try to fail, cause he was like trying to get a hundred rejections. So his goal was to fail. So it's like, if you try to fail and succeed, which have you done? But the idea is it's like neuro, right? We know it's reps. It's repetitions. Want to be good at something, right? Like I wanted to be good at radio in my career. So I had to be okay with knowing that day one was going to suck. And day two, also going to suck. Maybe a little less. Day 35, I might have a crappy day. I might be worse. But day 36, I'm back, baby. And you have, that's why I call it the give a shit factor. Mm -hmm. I remember a kid walked into the radio station early on in my career and I was like the number two guy at a radio station. And luckily I had a smarter guy named Chris Lloyd above me. And we had this weird kid apply for a job and he was weird. And I'd say this cause I love him. And I'm still friends with him. His name's Adam and Adam was weird and he had no skills. He had, he had zero days worth of, he had zero minutes worth of radio skills. So for all intents and purposes, we should not have hired him. But Chris later explained, he's like, he's got the thing you can't teach. And I was like, what's that? He's like, give a shit. Mm. You just wanted it so bad. To be honest, even if K-Star said no, even if one of these things didn't say no, you would have just found a different door to knock on. You would have kept totally. knocking until you said yes. And that can't, we can't minimize that. I don't want you to, you make it seem easy. Seem easy. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I wonder how you teach that. How do you, can't, is that teachable? Um. That's, this is still maybe not this is the title. But... Maybe this is the title of the episode. Is it teachable? I don't know. Oh, God, I wouldn't even know which side I would want to argue. There's some people who just have it. I think it is teachable because yeah. um, oh, okay. Fight club. Have you seen Fight Club? It's been a while. Oh, dude, how now I'm gonna ask bro. you how old you are. Because if you're my age, you've it, it's like pre-rec for being a bro, like haven't seen <laughs> anyway. There's a moment where they create Fight Club, which is this super like douchey underground thing. And the way you apply for it is you show up at this place with no sign. It's just like, oh, you've got to show up at this address and you knock three times and you say, I want to, you know, you want to apply. And you have to bring with you like a bag of three black t-shirts, two pairs of jeans, yada yada. And when you get there. They say you can't, you've been rejected. Mm. And they're like, what do you, and, they're, and they just slam a door in your face. The idea is the only way to get in is to stand there for three days and three nights, whether it rains or sleets, or whatever, throughout the night. And on the third day, they let you in. But mm. there was a character in the movie, actually played by Meatloaf, the singer, was in the movie. And he meanders up and he's like, I'm I, like, I'm here to be in Fight Club. Like, I'm, I'm saying the name of the club I'm not supposed to say. And they say no, and they close the door. And luckily, like the one guy sort of liked him and was like, dude, this is the test. This this is the test. We're doing the test. So my long-winded, you need to see Fight Club first. Yeah, one. I need to go see Fight my, Club. My long-winded way is, can it be taught? <laughs> I think so. And I think that character was Bob, was super committed. But it's like, maybe maybe I lucked out along the way. And maybe you, maybe, maybe there's a, maybe there's a Yoda for you. Yeah. This is a deep question because along the way, I pro there was a thousand times when I could have quit. There's a thousand times when you could have quit. But maybe someone who was, I see this kid. I see myself 10 years ago in this kid like, hey, man, this is the test. Like if you, this is the test. Like there is no, you're perfect and you sh sign up and you nail it. It is take it. We're just cursing all over the place. I usually don't use profanity, but I'm going to do it again. Explicit. Hashtag explicit. Just take a shit sandwich. <laughs> a hundred times and some people have to take the bite of the shit sandwich five times and people like me got to do it 500 times but if you keep chewing i'm a shit sandwich eventually you get through i don't can it be taught or not god now i'm gonna argue i feel like i'm arguing the other direction i i hope it can i hope yeah. it can is my answer what do you think i think it can i think the why has to be big enough like you give a shit but it's like well, well, about what about maybe what, that's the right? answer. maybe that's maybe that's the answer yeah because like you said, I'm putting down hardwood flooring in my house for the rent home renovation that doesn't end. 
I, I'm, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm never doing wood flooring again. I, it's just not my thing. So I'm going to do it for yeah, like, well, you know, two <laughs> weeks. Right. But, but I bet you there's a dude out there. His thing is wood flooring and he, yeah. he's going to suck on day one and people are going to make fun of him. Right. Dudes on the job side are going to make fun of him. And he's going to show up the next day with a pencil behind his ear and be like, I screwed that one thing up, but I'm going to get super good at it today. And I don't know. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Can it be taught or not? Maybe the answer is, mm. I don't know, but it's, it depends on what. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's was really there cool a person? Was there I, a person along the way for you? It's got to be a human. No, because I'm thinking of like just that, that desire to learn. I don't know, man. Like I remember even when I was in college, like one of my slogans like was like, I had to pick up always be whatever. I was like, always be learning. I was always, like I said, the curiosity thing was always there. So I, I don't know if there was anything where it's like. Did someone uh, instill that in you? Oh, man. Because that sounds pretty deep for a college kid. Mine was like, always be ready to party or something. Mine was not. Uh, always I, I mean, I read. I mean, I read the Tim Ferriss like four hour work week, my sophomore year of college. That definitely changed. I've, I've talked about that a few times. That's like that changed everything for me. Yeah. But I don't know if, it, if there was something before that, oh. that because usually I can usually find have you read anything with like um, Donald Miller building a mm -hmm. story brand? Yep. And he points out like you probably got on the shelf behind you. I usually <laughs> yeah. have it on the shelf behind me. He points out there's usually a guide in the story. Yeah. And if exactly. I look back for my own story, which is not a movie, I don't know why my, my story, not a movie yet, but maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll get an offer. But I look back and through different chapters in my life, there was definitely a person who was at least like whispering in the ear, like, you know, like Mickey from Rocky right in the corner, just going, hey, listen, just get up one more time, you know, or 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 this is how we do things or you're on the right track. Right. We need a little bit of this, but it, it doesn't have to be a real. I mean, Tim Ferriss can be that person. Yeah, it can be a random podcast host or a writer. Yeah, I would say there's definitely a podcast host that I listen to too. Barbell Shrugged, which was had Mike Bledsoe. The, I don't know if you're familiar with those guys or who uh, that is. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, knocking so, on sort of Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, I, I, I definitely I spent time with him, and I, uh, he also instilled like I think he did say, yeah, I was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to go learn. You know, I want to go learn from all these people. He's like, well, you just gotta go ask. So he did, he did mention a few things. Like I, I did actually have a conversation with him, but I, I definitely have had more specific heroes in other parts of my journey. But yeah, that's, that's something I'm going to journal about later is, yeah. is who was that hero in that phase? I think it, it was for me and for a lot of people that, that when you sort of have this, like men, like this guide or you find someone, mm -hmm. it's less, I want to be you and more like, I just sort of want to emulate some of your some of your values or traits. Like I never wanted to be like my boss. Like I mentioned, Chris, Chris Lloyd in, in radio, I never wanted to be Howard Stern, but I was like, I kind of want to see how you do your thing. And then I'm going to put my, my spin on it, which, which is sort of what you do. Right. So like you yeah. help people follow their passions, you know, create content to provide value. You, you mentioned a few times what drew you about doing this was the online aspect or the, yeah. you know, the which is, which is unique because you're talking about a how like, right? Like online, online yeah. isn't a what it's a how, but man, online allows a lot of what, oh right? Yeah. Look, I mean, I live in my house. I work from my home. You, you've said you've been pretty nomadic, right? Since you, since you started doing this. So your how has led to a lot of what's, how do you how do you begin there? How do you how do you how do you find that perfect person to work with um in in your sort of in your line of work? It feels like I'm sort of like I don't want to call it a line of work. I want to call it like the thing that you that love thing, doing. Yeah, like, thing that I have fun how do you doing. Find the, per the perfect person to work with to do that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just sharing my story, right? And I I've, I've made a, I've made a few posts about this here recently. It's just like the power of storytelling. Like so Huge. many people which I don't I imagine if you read uh, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson, which yeah. yep. it's the same thing with Story Brand too. Like they're both telling you how to tell stories, right? So it's like me being able to tell my journey and the way that I felt when I was in PT school about making a decision or wanting to do something different. So many people just align with that. They heard that and they're like, dude, I felt that way too. So like more and more is I don't need to do some fancy marketing thing where I'm trying to right. trick somebody or anything like that. It's just like just being honest and open and being like, hey, this is what I felt. This is what I did. And this is what I'm doing now. And like, I feel so excited. And I wake up at like, you know, five or six and I'm like, I can't wait to get to the computer to like help, help my clients people. and help people. And, um, being able to share that 
that like drive and energy and, and even just like people see it, they're like, dude, you're like lit up to what you're doing. I'm like, I know it's so cool. So I think a lot of it is just finding places where of course your, your, your people are and just sharing your story. Right. When, when someone finally says, when someone sees or hears one of your stories and they go, I want to work with Matt, like I, 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 something resonates there. Matt talked about where he was and where he is. And in that middle, I feel a kinship to that frustration. I was talking with somebody about launching a podcast the other day. And I said, tell me like, tell me the biggest barrier that you're facing that if it was gone, you would just do it. And she explained it was, it was tech. She's like, I just, I'm overwhelmed by tech. So my counter was, so if I was able to remove tech and make it not only not intimidating, but easy, you would all, you would be at a hundred episodes in two years. And she's like, absolutely. And I was like, you're the perfect, perfect person I want to work with because you have that give a shit factor. Yeah. And the tech stuff, man, dude, we can Google or believe me. I mean, we can figure this is a, this is a, this is a step. This is a, a process problem. This isn't a people problem problem or a product problem. So don't worry about that. What what do you look for in red flags? Like this isn't the right person doing it. Or are there green flags? I'm just going for the opposite mm -hmm. of red. I know that everybody talks about red flags. Red flags in a guy. Don't date him if he's got these red flags. But what, when you sit down with someone, when someone finally hears your story and it resonates and you sit down to work with them, what do you look for that says, this is the right person and mm, you're not ready for me yet or you're not the right person? Yeah, I think a lot of it is is confidence, right? So it's like it's it's confidence in in themselves and their skill set. Because if someone wants to create an online offer, let's say you're a PT or you're, you know you're a clinician, you want to go online. I'm I'm not the person to teach you how to do like here's how to coach people online. So if someone's like I'm super confident in my skill set or I feel confident enough to learn in this, I just need help. Like you said, kind of removing the tech barriers. Like, well, what do I do to like? to get leads? What do I do to like book calls? And how do I tell them? How do I articulate my value outside of, um, you know, the, the PT jargon or even just coaching jargon, right? So like somebody who is, is confident in their delivery or, or their service or their, uh, their, their fulfillment and really just needs help with having a, a plan to market and sell is definitely, definitely more of my skill set. Like I, I love to help people fulfill and create ideas, but that's not, that's not my wheelhouse. My wheelhouse is definitely more so of like growth and learning how to create systems because an organization, like that's just, that's what I love to do. Yeah. I heard that. I think it was Marcus Limonis. You familiar with the prophet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he, when he said people don't run businesses, people run processes, processes run businesses. And I was like, I remember like watching the episode and being like, that's not right. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh yeah, because if a person tries to run everything, you're gonna get burned. Like there's you you can do it really great for a day or a week or a month, but long term that isn't gonna happen. And I say this to people, and only in the last month have I in the last month, I've been hosting the show for seven years, and only in the last month have I said, I need to actually take this advice and do something with it. It's mm. crazy how like psychology works. I will, I am paid by people to give them this advice and I go out of my way to sometimes actively ignore it. Do it's as so, I say, not as I do. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. I mean, when you're starting, when you're first getting started, you are the person you're like, you know, you've got the marketing hat on, you've got the sales hat on, you've got the everything. fulfillment, you're doing everything. And then eventually you need a process for each of those like departments or areas, right? So it's like, what's your sales process or enrollment process? You want to call it that? What's your fulfillment or coaching or even PT? Like, what's your plan of care process? Like, what, what do you do from eval to the time you discharge? Or if it's coaching, you know, onboard to the time that they renew or give you a testimonial, right? And then if it's, if it's marketing, it's like, what parts of the marketing can be, can be outsourced or can, can be created to where it's like, all right, I, this is my process for this company. We post right. this number of days per week right. in the post. This is the thing that we follow. And you're right. Like if we can, if we can create processes around it, not only will it like help, help the business grow and like you can outsource some of it, but also it just, it keeps you focused on track yeah. of being like, like for me, if, if I know, you know, every post that I need to make for the week, I don't have to think about like, what am I going to post today? Because if, if I'm doing that, it takes me like 30 minutes to an hour to Switching like gears. focus on. Yeah. To be like, what is so like so for hard. me, it's like I, I batch it all. It's like, you know, Thursdays is my content day where I'm going to create my posts. I scheduled them on Sundays 
And every day I just copy, paste, post, copy, paste, post, and I'm done, right? But like, if I was to think about the, the system, right? We're talking about is content creation. If I was to think about what am I going to create today? Oh my goodness, man. Like, there's no way I get stuff done because I'd be constantly thinking about, um, I have to post today. You know, like I have to post. It's also jumping back and forth between uh, like sides of the brain, which is like, am I creative right now? I remember like, so my job in radio was, I was on the air, but I was also the program director. So that's like program director, wear the shirt and tie and you're in charge of stuff. And you can't really be goofy all the time when you're the program director. You get in that radio studio it's cargo shorts and Guns N' Roses t-shirt, baby. Like, don't even bother me. Don't ask me any serious questions. But if I were to jump back and forth, because, of course, a salesperson would come in the studio and ask me a question. I'm like, dude, I'm a rock radio DJ right now. Program director, he's in tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Talk to talk to James McKay, program director, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> this, is, this is McKay rocking out, playing whatever as loud as I want, giving away beer and concert tickets, and making prank phone calls. And it was amazing how if I had to jump in back and forth, how miserable I was. Yeah. And I don't think that's that's unique to radio. I think that's unique. That that's everything. I mean, try to do some administrative stuff at your clinic and then treat a patient and then do administrative stuff. I mean, oh, dude. how bad does that suck? You're like, so I thought bad. I was supposed to be fun and do the thing that I went to school for. I know I have to yeah. do this other thing, but asking me to keep going back and forth, man, I'm furious. Let's batch that. Let's block that time out. A hundred percent. Cause then you start treating the patient in the same energy as like you were doing your admin and, and notes. And you're like, you're like kind of not, you're not like your bubbly self excited. Like, you know, you're just like, all right. Doing it because do you have to, you know, actually. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me a story about someone that you've, that you've worked with or met recently and had success with, right? Tell me a story about a real person. So someone listening so far, cause I've been rambling for like 30 minutes so far, but like, tell me like, Hey, I met this person. Here's how I interacted with them. And then this was their, this was their why or what they wanted to accomplish. And here's what we did. Yeah. I can talk about one of my clients. Um, his name's Sam. He's actually not a PT. He's a, he's in more of the strength and conditioning realm, but I think it'd be a good story to, to kind of share is when I met Sam, we were both in a, a mastermind together. And I, for anybody who's listening, if you guys ever do want to, whatever business you're in, <clears throat> one of the best places to find more of your ideal clients are just in environments that they're already in. So like for Correct. him, we were in another mastermind group together. We were both trying to grow our businesses and he's, he's got an incredible marketing presence, but what his issue was, was like learning how to, to transition somebody from like, Oh, they're, they're liking and engaging in my stuff to having a real sales conversation. So within, within like a month or two of us working together, just me giving him a few tips on like how to start conversations. Cause I think a lot of people realize that even for their, their clinics, if it's online or in clinics, like if they just post social media content, people are just going to come to me and it, it doesn't work that way. Like, yeah. it just doesn't like you need to have conversations with people, especially if you're in, um, you know, like if you're, if you're a PT practitioner, like that's where like local workshops and going and meeting people like real people and having conversations and networking yeah. events can benefit people. So for Sam, he, he was already creating, like he was posting two reels a day. You know, he had a decent following, like some of his reels went viral and, He's like, all right, I'm like spending all this time in content creation, but they're not turning into book calls right. and they're like not turning into clients. And you gave them just a really basic framework to like, Hey, you know, you can reach out to those people that are constantly engaging your stuff and just like break down that barrier and say, Hey, I exist. Cause I think a lot of times, especially for clinicians, like when someone says the word doctor in front of your name, they think there's a wall between you and, and them. Right. So like, they don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to shoot him a DM. Like, I don't, I don't want to waste his time or like, you know, have that conversation. But a lot of times just by starting the conversation being like, it could be so basic, you know, it could be like, Hey man, I see you. We go to the same gym. How long have you been going to the gym for? The, especially if you're PT, they'll be like, dude, my shoulder has been hurting for three months and I've been trying to like, you know, do, 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 do. And like, they'll just like open up, but there's this, this imaginary barrier sure. that we as like, entrepreneurs and coaches and, and all that stuff we can break down just by starting a, a conversation and it cuts. i heard it best in a guy that i listen to and he's i you know i consider him a friend of mine jamie schreier who does who who works with companies right pt clinics or people have more than one clinic we gave a presentation at csm and i heard him say something I've been listening to this guy talk for a couple of years it's funny how like i know most of jamie's stuff and he repeats stuff and that's when you know it's good because he's like it's the basics 
And he said this, and I don't know why, maybe I just never heard it or I heard it for the hundredth time and it finally clicked. And it was the rules of relationships are not suspended online. Oh my gosh. They're, and I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's amazing how we get, we gravitate towards people who are real mm -hmm. and, and who tell stories because that's what you do in person in, in real life. So the rules of relationships are not suspended when you go online. And it's the people who need, who, who try to become something they're not. And I used to say this with radio DJs. I used to teach people to be radio DJs. And I would say, um, you can put out a fake radio DJ voice. You can. And the audience might pick mm -hmm. up on, they're, they're going to know something's wrong. They might not know exactly what, but they're like, I don't like this. I'm out. Yeah. But you being you, they, they, they see that and they feel that. And that's different. So when you, I like how you say, you know, earlier, I need you to be you online. Yeah. I, I can't make you something you're not. It's too much work, too many it's calories too to burn. It's, and it's, it's not, so, yeah. it's not scalable. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going back to that, it's like, you know, when you're having conversations with people, if you meet someone at a bar or at a party, like, Hey, who do you know here? Or like if, if someone's following you and engaging your content, you can look at, you can look at their account and be like, Oh, cool. He's also, he knows, he knows Jimmy. Cool. Hey, how do you know Jimmy? You know, like, what a like great it's thing like, to ask someone. That's a question, right? And I, yeah. I give presentation CSM with Jamie and I do this whole relationship stick where I do this, like this timeline. I'm like, here's how people think social content or engaging online works. Yeah. You make one post and they follow, like, and buy your stuff. <laughs> Yeah. If only, dude, we'd all be like crushing it. <laughs> right. And then I, and then I, I do, and everybody's like, is that not how it works? And I'm like, hang on, let me show you this. And then you can laugh at me or not. And then I put up the same exact graphic, but, in, but I change it to a relationship and I just do a, a logo of a coffee cup and an engagement ring. And I'm like, well, that's what happens, right? You meet a girl at a coffee shop, you talk to her one time and you get married because we're building relationships. The rules right. of relationships are not suspended online. You can't, the purport, the, 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 the level of the ask has to be in proportion to where you are in the relationship. Right. That's it. And, and I tell people they have to spend time or you're asking someone to, you're asking someone else to spend time. We've been talking for 35 minutes. Right. If someone's still here, they have spent time. They pay attention. And I like purposefully mm. really hang those words in the air. Cause I'm like, spend and pay attention and time. My podcast is free. People still pay for it. Right. Time. I'm not asking them. I'm not asking them to do that. And that's how my business model works. It's very clear and transparent, right? I go to the, I go to ATI and I go, Hey, ATI, I've got mm -hmm. X number of downloads and all these people fit for who you'd like to recruit to work for your organization. And they're like, that's a great fit. How did you get those people? Um, I was willing to talk to people like Matt and Derek Cluley and Jamie Schreier. And that's a relationship. They understand if you hang out with me for a little while, you get yeah, some fun, a beer, a Chardonnay recommendation, some insight into a thing maybe you have interest in or something you didn't know you'd have interest in. That's a, that's a, we call it an exchange of abundance relationship where I think people, if you're still listening likely to this episode, you're like, but I thought I just post how smart I am. Yeah. And how many years and where I went to school and then the people show up and I'm like, do you, if that's what you thought before this episode started, ask yourself if that's how you, if that's how you yourself operate, I bet it's not, I bet it's not. No, no, it's about, it's about conversations and, and, and learning about people and, uh, yeah, being authentic, like you said yourself, cause I mean, yeah, cause I mean, so much of the PTs, when we think of marketing, we think of, we think of, yeah, well, it, we get we're, we're used to the insurance-based model where we're getting referrals we're getting just leads sent to us <laughs> like we don't right. do any lead gen but honestly a lot of times just the this like talking at the medical level above people's heads is actually a detractor because they can't they can't connect to that they don't know what that means like external rotation abduction adduction what, what are you saying my my knee hurts <laughs> no, people like, all, the, all the time it's like i go back to this relationship model and jamie started making fun of me because he's like you're not married so i don't know how well you know relationships i'm like well i figured them out this much because i've i've crashed into all i've i've stepped in all the potholes but if you were talking to someone that you wanted to know more about 
and all you did was talk about you and things about you and how good you are and i'm ranked number blah 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 yeah that person would be like he is very full of himself but if you yeah. ask i mean i had, i had a rule in in you know in my early mid 20s if i talked to someone and asked them questions and a girl didn't ask me if i asked her three questions and she didn't ask me one <laughs> I'm out. That was Jimmy's red flag. I asked Dude, you three so questions oh, and man. you couldn't fudge one. Like you just said, like, oh, yeah. I see you follow like, you know, I see you follow Matt. That's super interesting. What what was something that Matt said that like made you want to like follow him? Right. Because obviously Matt was leading. If you wanted to follow, you wanted to learn or you were entertained. And so my rule is, yeah, I ask I ask a girl three questions. If I don't get one back, I'm like, super great to meet you. I'm going to go over here. And play That's the jukebox. So good, man. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, it, it, the same thing applies to the online space. And if I kind of go back to what, what Sam was doing, um, he started sending a lot of personalized, like voice notes to followers or people engaged in his content. Individuals? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. He was like, Brilliant. hey, he's like, hey, I don't expect a response back, but I just want to say thank you. There's so many coaches out there wow. that you could be following for fitness advice. And the fact that you chose me means a lot. So thank you for, you know, your like today. I hope you have an awesome day. And, yeah. Cheers. You know, you, you, do you listen to any of the, I mean, I know you probably know him, but do you listen to Gary V at all? Uh, I don't listen to him. I've, I've read some of his book, but I haven't listened to it. recently. So he had a great story about, um, when he was still, I think when it was when he was still working for his father's, uh, he, his dad had a wine and liquor store in New Jersey and he saw someone make an online purchase and people were telling him like you online, this is like 15, 20 years ago. Online's not a thing, especially for a, for a brick and mortar tangible yeah. business. How are you going to get your stuff there? And he saw someone make an okay size purchase. And he did what your friend Sam was doing, but he did it in a tangible way. He didn't say anything. Person ordered a case of wine, 500 bucks. I don't know. And he went on their social profile and saw that they liked, and I'm going to say the wrong football player name, but let's say Brett Favre. Sure. And he just took the guy's address. He went onto eBay he bought a Brett Favre signed jersey for 200 bucks. Keep in mind, the guy just spent 500 bucks. Gary spent 200 bucks. And then he sent him the jersey with a note like, thanks so much for your purchase. Like, go Packers, whatever. Whoa. Now, here's where I like this story. Nothing happened. There was no response. He got nothing until, dun, dun, dun. Here's the cliffhanger part of the story. He gets a call like four months later from his assistant. And she's like, I think you need to hear this. And he's like, what is it? And he's like, now he, now you'd think it's the guy from the Brett Favre jersey. But it's yeah. like some guy that's never placed an order just ordered $30,000 in wine. And he's like, how, how, how did we get this person? What, what, what did we send them? What, <laughs> what video did we do? Did they you know, how like <laughs> did, where, what lead gen did we work? And in the comments section or the optional whatever for this wine or for this order, it said... My friend, you know, Steve Thompson, the, 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 the Brett Favre guy told me to look at your, at your site, dot, dot, dot. By the way, I'm a 49ers fan. So of course the, did the $200 Jersey make sense mathematically? Yeah. He could have just burned 200 bucks and your friend, Sam could have saved himself 60 minutes of time, not doing personalized responses. But right. he was like, I feel like the juice is going to be worth the squeeze because he made it one of one and he's able to scale that. Maybe he did 50 of those and maybe one person took the next step. Sure. I don't know. It still feels like ROI positive. Yeah, absolutely. Good for him. <clears throat> yeah, but I think a lot of it just comes down to, again, feeling comfortable. I'm like, I'm just going to send this. I don't care if anybody responds to it or not. And like, especially in his context, I mean, he's like, yeah, man, I, I would just sit down like what, during the month of him doing this. I think he still does this, but he would send like 20 or 30 a day. You know, like one of them, one of them, I know we had a conversation within a month, turned around and bought a $6,000 package with him. So he's like, all right, that was totally worth it. Like, you know, I spent all this, like spent all this time, but there's some seeds that he planted that haven't been, you know, haven't, haven't sprouted yet, but he had one sprout and was a $6,000 client for him well, in a matter of less than a month, knows. you know, my morning guy. My former morning guy, I did afternoons. I did not do mornings in radio. That was way too early. I did not like it. But my morning guy was super like, I mean, great on the air. But he wanted to get off the air at 10 a.m. and hit the door. He was like, I'm out. And I was like, you got to do a little extra, man. I need a little extra. So at one point, I made him 
because uh, we have a database of prize winners mm. and we know your birth date. Oh, wow. So it's like, I want you to call five people. When you get off the air at 10 a.m., just call, like, I'll have the receptionist bring up to the front five people whose birthday it is today and their phone number, and you call them. And he's like, this is stupid. I hate this. This is dumb. Now, keep in mind, we're a radio station. We don't really sell things to listeners. We give out free stuff on the radio. That's how radio waves work. But I understood what we were actually providing, what val and it was relationship. And he was like, this is dumb. And he did it for like two weeks. And then finally he was like, Dude, I had someone cry, and I was like, "What? What? 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 Wow. What, did, what did you? First of all, what did you say? Do we need to call the lawyer, right?" And he's like, "And he's like, so we we were in Northeast Pennsylvania, and if you don't know Northeast Pennsylvania, I mean, it's it's a place where people live and die, or live, go to college, come back. It's super tight. So the, the woman he called was like, "I've been listening to this station longer than that guy had been on the on the radio there." But she's like, mm. "I've been listening to that station." For like 30 years of my life and you just called me and she was like this is amazing like oh my god i can't yeah. believe this so is what you is you what your friend sam did a big deal yeah it's a big mm -hmm. deal like what's the equivalent though right because the audience is wondering like what's the equivalent could you go into former patients and not and but not pitch anything how yeah. are you hey by the way oh my god just a voicemail like you know they're not going to pick up because they're yeah. going to scream hey how are you like, are you doing okay? Like, you know, I I feel like that's value, and I feel like that's low hanging fruit that no one's doing. Oh, totally. I mean, when I was when I was coaching, probably either before or right after PT school, and more of the health and wellness space, that was one of the things I would do. Is like, all right, I need some patients will or new clients. Let me just text my old ones and just say, hey, what's up? Like, I never like, hey, I've got five spots open. Do you want no, it? No, like, no. I, I never like did that. that one. That it's feels greasy. You know, where it was just like, it was like, hey, man. Just curious, like, you know, how are you? Like, seriously, and and no intention of selling, but oftentimes they would bring it up. They'd be like, dude, I've been really lost out to you. I, I would love some support right now. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, but if not, I still caught up with them and just, hey, how's family? You know, like, how are things going? And being a, a true authentic person. And I think sometimes when we think of business and sales, we think it can be icky and whatever, but like, but that's not how it, it should be intended at all. It's like, it is, a, a business is, like you said, it's around making relationships with people you know this, like this is bringing hard. something up i started working for a clinic right after pt school and the guy that ran it had a similar idea right because when i started there it was cash based so i had zero patients right i was going to try to yeah. build my book of business and his idea was why don't you go through these old patient files and call them and ask if they're doing okay and so far nothing Nothing is wrong with this. Where it failed was I was never their PT. So this was a sales call from the beginning. They smelled it. I felt icky making yeah. it. Now, if if he or one of the other PTs were calling their old patients, that could be genuine, right? You could be, you could, you could be, hey, I've got five spots left, but there, yeah. there's a chance for genuineness. There was no chance for me calling old patients. No. Definitely not. Hello. Hello, Matt. I see here that you were here six months ago for your knee. How, How are you? Like, who doing? are you, bro? I don't know you. <laughs> who are you? And that's super general and vague. And I know I'm being sold and therefore I reject you. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. why that failed. But you just put words. I mean, I remember doing it and being like, as a guy with a communications background, now a PT, I remember being like, this is, this is a good idea. Like, these are people who are, but I shouldn't have been the one, but I had time, so make the new guy make the calls. That's why they didn't work. That's why yeah. they didn't convert. We didn't have relationships. So that was a super weird call. Yeah. I remember I went um, I went to a seminar, I think in October, and I heard Damon John was speaking at the, at the, at the oh, seminar. Yeah. yeah. And he said something that, that shot the, that, that shocked me. I was like, how, how do you have time for this? He said every day when he was growing his business, he would call 50 people a day. He would personally call 50 people every single day. And when people are like, oh, it's so hard. I don't want to send out these like cold DMs or like text people or all this stuff. I'm like, these aren't phone calls. Like, you know, Damon would probably hop on a call and talk to someone for five or 10 minutes and then call someone else. But like he understood the value of the connections. And if, if my network being my net worth, so it's like, how can I keep 
those touch points and it doesn't, it doesn't mean you sell, like you're not always selling, but how can I be of value and talk to these people to when they do have something that they need support on, or if someone's right. talking to them and it's like, Oh dude, you know, Jimmy's got this thing. You should totally go talk to Jimmy. Like that's the type of relationship you want to have with somebody instead building of, Hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, you know? It's building relationships again, and it's not meet someone for coffee and ask them to marry you. It's not like there needs to be some middle ground there, right? There needs to be like a, hey, let's go get coffee. All right. How about dinner? What about a movie? How about a weekend away? Then I've met I've met the parents. Now we'll think about a ring. I mean, I'm not married, mm -hmm. so obviously I haven't gotten that far, but you know, you get it. Yeah. Um, are you ready to play three questions? We do three questions on the show. Let's play. Let's All go. Right, let's, let's do three questions. Uh, three questions brought to you by our friends at ATI. One of the leaders in clinical research within the profession of physical therapy with more than 900 of their clinics placed in we, we 100th percentile in CMS's merit-based incentive program. That's uh, for the second consecutive year. ATIPT.com if you want to join their team and jumpstart your career. ATIPT.com. All right. So who is someone the audience should learn, uh, should follow to learn more about stuff that we're talking about today. So, I mean, you mentioned Tim Ferriss, you mentioned Damon John. Those are relatively big names. Yeah, big names. Who, who's someone they might be like, Ooh, I don't know who the hell that is, but if Matt says they're cool, I want to dig into that. Who's, who's someone you suggest? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm going to shout out my friend. If Jordan Mathers, who's he does, he helps P PTs who are yeah, yeah. Who do marketing. So like if, if someone wants to learn more, if they're in clinic and they want to learn more about like in clinic marketing, He's definitely someone to go to. I yeah. do not know Jordan. I know his stuff. I feel like I know. I have an asymmetrical relationship with Jordan because I yeah. follow him and I see his stuff. Can Matt put in a good word to get Jordan on the show? Is my oh, That's dude, I will do. totally. Yeah, we we've been uh, messing back and forth, trying to link up and have a call again soon. So I can absolutely Cause, link because he up. doesn't. What I see anyway. Well, I'll get him on the. I'll get him on the show, but I'll give. He doesn't do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I don't feel salesy. He talks about my emotional need, like you know. So I break down a lot of the stuff that he does from the debt from the Donald Millers, which is like I see what you're doing there. And yeah. if I if I had that problem, I'd be like, huh, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe maybe I'll engage a little more. And he's not asking you to buy anything on the first day. He's like, download this thing, download this thing for free, or like listen to this podcast or watch yeah. this video. So he's a he's someone I've watched for a while, and I've probably just been too lazy. Uh, and to, to get him on the show, and I'm looking at my producer, Juliet. Maybe Juliet, we should, Jordan. All right. Second question. That wasn't the second question, by the way. The second sure. question is what is something the audience should take a look at if they want to take a deeper dive into some of the things we talked about today? So the first question is more of a person. The second question mm. is more of a, of a what? Is there a book? Is there oh, a YouTube video? I mean, we'll, we'll send people to your YouTube channel, but like, is there something you'd suggest if someone was like, okay, like if you met your perfect patient at a, at a coffee shop or your ideal yeah. client at a coffee shop and they were like, give me a book recommendation or something I can do, where would you send them? Oh man, that's a great question. I really love digitalmarketer.com. And uh, that's that? where it, Digital Marketer, they're like kind of the OGs. Do you know who um, Ryan Dice is? No. Okay, that's, they're kind of like the OGs in digital marketing, but they have like a subscription base that kind of teaches people how to do marketing. And I learned a lot of my marketing knowledge i've been part of their mastermind groups um they're more like traditional like russell brunson's you know he's he's kind of the, the click funnels guy and um he's kind of like you know your uh i would say like t-shirt and jeans guy these guys are a little bit more formal right, but also right, right. they do a really good job and very professional with their education so like that's been a huge resource for me as i as i learned about like you know uh, lead magnets, follow-up sequences, kind of like this, just the general stages of like a customer value journey. And I know, um, I was talking about Jordan, Jordan also, he, he started with some of their stuff too. So a lot of his stuff does overlap with theirs, but digital marketers are a great place just because if you're going to get into any type of like, if you want to get online coaching or if you want to grow your practice, you've got to learn how to market and do it in the digital capacity. And a lot of it is just like learning to talk to your people in very simple languages and words and figuring out how, how can I make this into like a fourth grade, like right. <laughs> reading level, you know, it's, and um, it's not dumbing it down. It's being more clear. Yes. I don't want to dumb it down. Yes. I'm not going to talk to you like a child. People smell that a mile away. But but 
That doesn't mean you, you can't hone a message to get to the point faster. Because again, I value money and I also value time. Those are the two things, right? Right up there along with health. That those are the, That's the trifecta. So if you're telling me you can save me one and the other to bring me health, oh, yeah. you, have, you have my attention. And again, I'll follow what you just set up with. The rules of relationships are not suspended online. They're not suspended digitally. Yeah. Uh, third question. Why should someone care about what we talked about today? Why, why should someone who's for some reason still listening 50 minutes in, <laughs> why should they maybe give them the, you know, the why should they care is more like they're standing on the edge of a diving board. And for some reason, we're dumb humans. We need one more push. Why should yeah. they jump into doing what, what, what you help people do? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, ultimately, like if, if you want to get into the online coaching space or have an online offer for a side hustle or something like that, it's, it's that, it's that time and flexibility. Like it is even like it, you could say financial freedom, but really it's like the ability to choose how I spend my time and how I spend my money and like where my money comes from. Um, again, I, I love the PT profession and, and it's meant for a lot of people, but if you're, if you're in a stage where you're like, you know, I, I would love to learn more about some other ways that I can use my same skill set, the problem solving skill set and helping people improve their health and invest in themselves outside of the, the insurance-based model, then yeah, like this, this is an avenue to, to explore. And there's so much, like it does take time. I'm not gonna, I mean, it takes, you know, six to 12 months for you to really get up and running to where it can replace your income, but it can replace your income if you really want it to. Sure. And it, it is just come down to, you do need to feel comfortable talking to strangers and putting yourself out there. And it's yeah, a different but, way to deliver value. I'm not saying is. it's the only way. It's it's definitely not the only no, way. Would not. it be the only way? No. Is it right for everybody? Also, no. No. But if you deliver value in return, you get what you look, time, money, or health. If you deliver value, you get that. Uh, MattShiver.com, YouTube.com, slash at Dr. Matt Shiver. Um, the last thing we do on the show, we call it the parting shot. Are you ready for the parting Let's shot? It. Let's do alcohol shot. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I mean, we could do the parting shot. No. Lucky enough to hang out with the uh, the sponsors of the parting shot at CSM not long ago. It's the Academy of Orthopedic PT. Uh, they're leaders in orthopedic PT. It's 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 in the name, the Academy of. You really, it's it's a gutsy move to call yourself the Academy of Orthopedic PT and not be pretty good at it. Uh, find them online at orthopt.org. Now with current concepts of orthopedic PT in their fifth edition, it's made by some of the leaders in the profession, some of the professors and the researchers and the you know the, the people who've been doing this for a while. And I say all the time, listen, if you're thinking about taking that OCS exam. That can feel like trying to eat an elephant. The OC OCS exam breaks it down into, into bite-sized pieces and gets you there. So again, find them online at orthopt.org. All right, parting shot. Matt, your last chance for like a mic drop moment, just something you'd want to leave with people as we wrap up. Man, I really loved when we talked today about like the give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> giving a shit and like just putting yourself out there and asking like you, you're not going to you're not going to get yeses unless you ask. So whether that's asking for a promotion, whether that's just connecting with people and asking to meet them for coffee, whether that is to go and just shadow somebody you really admire and want to spend time with, go take that action. Like go send out five cold emails, go send out five DMs and shoot them a, a video message or, or a, a voice message. Hey, I really admire you for this. I am interested in this. And you'd be surprised what happens just by asking. Yeah, I love uh, Say that last line again. You'd be really surprised. You'd be really surprised just by asking. Asking. I mean, heck, I, I asked you. I was like, hey, man, can I come on your podcast? And you're like, yeah, dude. So like, I, and, and, and I, I reached out to him. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if I didn't ask for you. You know, and I, for, I don't remember your pitch, but I remember it was simple and clear. And I was like, I looked online. I was like, he is doing something I'm interested in. So I was like, yeah, okay. This seems like you're doing something that aligns with me. Did you solve one of my problems? I needed to put an episode out. But really, I'm I'm picky, sure. right? Like, I want someone who's like doing the thing, and 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 I don't know if this is full circle. I look for people who give a shit. Yeah. If you give a if you give a shit about research, and you're like, 
I just published a paper and I want to be on your podcast because everybody in the profession needs to know it. I'm like, you know what, man? There's the mic. Let's do this thing. Yeah. But I'm probably not seeking researchers out. That might be a note for researchers. Like, want you do all this work and you want people to know what you know. Do you know, give a shit a little in the end, which is like, I want to get maximal knowledge translation. That's fancy talk for I want people to know what I know or what I learned. Ask. Mm. Ask, man. Mm. And that's true for me too, right? Like you can pitch yourself to me. I get pitched all the time. I get pitched poorly a lot. Oh, I'm sure. And I don't remember what your pitch was. I could, I could look back probably, for it. It's probably pretty straightforward. But it not, was, it was very, hey, man, here's what I do, and here's who I seek to serve. It feels like your audience and my audience might be the same, so maybe I could teach them something. I'm like, great. Sounds yeah. like we're going to have a cool convo. I like cool convos. Dude, but if you gave me if you gave me a four page email that sounded boring, <laughs> I'd be like, this person sounds boring digitally. I do not want to experience this person in real life. So if thank that you just for that, dude. meta and you know art imitating life, I'm not really sure what is, man. Oh man, that's so good. I I 100 agree with you. When I get long pitches for like any services, I'm just like delete, delete. I delete. pitched someone. I pitched someone um, just before we jumped on this podcast episode. It's a it's a person I know rather well, but I DM'd her and I was I'm working on a project for the future. Something's coming. Something's coming. And I was I need I was like, hey, I want to see if you'd be interested. I was like, do you have three minutes? You can time me. If this doesn't sound great in three minutes, it's not going to sound great in 30 minutes. I don't even want to email you what it is. Mm -hmm. And she's like, great. Called her. And she, before the call was over, she's like, I'm in. I'm like, do you want to ask your partner? She has a business partner. No, I'm in. I'm like, okie doke. That was a tough sell. Three minutes. And I got a sale. Now it wasn't for money. I want her time, but to me, that's valuable. Yeah, that could be more value than money. But I had to ask her, and I was like, "Shoot!" I, I was like, "Do I write her an email? Do I text her?" I was like, "You know what? Do you have three minutes? I swear to God, because I know she has kids. I swear this will take three minutes." And she was like, "Okay, that's that's all I needed. If my idea wasn't good, I'm okay with her saying no. In fact, I want her to say no if it's not okay for her." Totally. Well, yeah, you never know if you don't ask. I didn't even prepare that. That was a real thing. The the cold the cold DM a minute ago. Uh, Matt, we'd love to have you back on the show well, sometime that, in the future. So think about it. Ruminate. Ruminate on what we're going to talk about next. And uh, you know, slip in a good word for Jordan. Maybe we'll get Jordan. I'm yeah, sure. dude, I'll shoot him a message right after this. We'll do that. I love it. Uh, Matt, check all of his uh, his details in the uh, the show notes and on ptpinecast.com. They say the best conversations happen at happy hour. Thanks for coming to ours. Matt, thanks for coming by, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. This has been fun. Yay! Boom. That was fun, man. That Dude, was fun. You own the clock. That was really impressive. At 5934. Yeah. We're yeah. Yeah. See, pros <laughs> own the clock. You you own the clock. Um, it's funny. It's called hitting the, well, in radio, do you ever listen? I mean, I don't even know if people listen to radio anymore, but, um, the, the concept is called hitting the post. Hitting the post is when Foo Fighters learn to fly starts playing in between two songs. I knew I had 41 seconds because a clock would come up wow. and be like, you have 41 seconds before Dave Grohl says his first note. So that's how you would time like you know, 97 NX rocks. Hey, this weekend, man, get your, uh, get your tickets for the beer fest. It's gonna be great. And you're talking and talking. And then you, you like wrap it just when he's like, listen to this. Like, it sounds like you're so badass, but you got to get good at, it's like, yeah, it's like when like, you try to jump off a ledge, it's like, you got to do that stutter step. Cause your brain's like too many steps, not enough steps. Yeah. But honestly, like, I don't even give a shit about it. It just happened to be an hour. I don't really care about an hour. No. But cool. my brain probably starts to fry at about an hour. Yeah, mine does too, man. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I appreciate this. Think about what you want to do next and, you know, wait a couple months and be like, hey, round two, what are we going to do? Uh, I got this cool idea. I've been thinking about this a lot or something came up and whatever. And that's how we roll here. Totally, man. Yeah, we could definitely dive into more of like a tactic too. Like I know what that one that I listened to was more about Instagram reels. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah. I can come in now. Pitch you, pitch you a topic we can jam on. But yeah, Let's I'll put it in my calendar. That sounds good. Three months. Awesome, man. I appreciate your time. All right, man. Thank you. That was fun. Right. Cool. We'll talk soon, okay? All right, dude. Peace. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, 
geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com. 